0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com.
1: War Eagle, Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. We are back with the indoor track season. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle to discuss the first Auburn indoor track meet of the season.
0: Well, we're back in the old familiar place. Thankfully, it's indoors because it's cold and wet and rainy and just awful outside right now. It
1: is. So, Auburn had their first meet on January 10th, 11th. Not the 10th. January 11th. (laughs) Still cold, either day. It's
0: affecting our brains at this point.
1: It is. but So their first meet was January 11th at UAB, at the UAB Blazer Invitational. So the benefit of this meet, Kyle, was that this meet is held at UAB, obviously at the Birmingham Crossplex, but it's also the location of the 2019 Indoor Championship meet, which is March 8th and 9th. So potentially it could give them a leg up on the competition that they've been to this location.
0: I don't know if Coach Ralph Spry decided to do it this way or it's just the way that everything fell for them. But if you remember with cross country, they got to go and participate in the meet location for the championships uh, beforehand in the season already. So like this, it's really great if they got to schedule it th- this way. But whether they meant to do it or it's just by luck, this will serve Auburn very well, getting used to being in that arena. Because I know it's a lot different. You know, It's not like you're running through cross countries where the terrain's different and stuff like that. You're, right. al- you're running on a track indoors, but at least you'll be accustomed to it. There won't be any unfamiliarities. So I think that's crucial. Correct.
1: Oh, I agree. And I do think it was intentional that he went to this meet and will hopefully go back in March with some of the athletes. And it is, while you said it's not a different course to run on, it's important that the athletes know where the shot put pit is or where the high jump station is and all these things that can cause anxiety if you don't know. So... That's always really important for all of the athletes. And just knowing that it doesn't take that long to get there from Auburn, it's probably, what, a two-hour drive yeah, max? Two hour, yeah, So that's important, too.
0: Think about it this way, too. If you've uh, paid attention to any of uh, Auburn Tigers' podcasts that they've been putting out, they'll give you a lot of insight into some of these programs that not a lot of people pay attention to. And what Coach Ralph Spry discussed this week was that they lost a lot of their upperclassmen and what we would I guess consider their higher tier talent that we got accustomed to hearing like Nathan Allen last year and as far as running goes they've got a lot of younger people a lot of people now that are getting to see more prominent time because of those people going pro because they had such great seasons so getting younger and people who didn't have as much experience early into the place they're going to be competing championships for is crucial I feel like
1: I agree so, are you ready to get started? Let's
0: do this thing. Okay,
1: so we will start with the field events first. Um, So, Kyle, why don't you start us off, because we start off with some men.
0: Well, you know, yeah, I was about to say, you can't take my uh, field events I here, know, you, you know.
1: love them so much. But so. You,
0: let's just, if it, it works so well. You're the runner, I'm the person that throws things. How about that? Or or jumps, or things like that.
1: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <All> <laughs> you right. do all the extra. The extra, because
0: I am way too extra. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with the shot put for the men. Uh, Benedict Drahi, I'm going to try my best to not mispronounce everyone's names terribly this year. Uh, Sophomore, he got a mark of 14.76 meters for a fourth place finish out of 12. In the women, Tori McKinley, a name we're very familiar with. A sophomore, 13.71 meters with an 18th finish out of thirty. Media, so a great start for Benedict. Tori kind of there in the middle of the pack, so to speak, but she's got some So, beard. But
1: the other thing to look at so look at the difference in how many athletes were in the I men's and that. women. Yeah. There were only 12 men competing in shot put, but 34 women. So, obviously, much stricter competition for the women
0: there. Yeah, and so I mean, she's definitely being in the middle of the pack. There is not something to be uh, upset about anyway for Tori.
1: I agree. Okay, let's go on to some other throws. We had the men's weight throw. We had Eric Ebel, who is a redshirt freshman. He placed 11th out of 20 athletes with a throw of 16.15 meters, followed by Benedict Drahi, who had a throw of 14.51 meters and placed 15th out of 20. So we see here Benedict did much better in shot put than he did in weight throw. So that's kind of interesting that I'm guessing shot put is probably his first love or...
0: First love is an interesting way of putting it. Well...
1: (laughs) <laughs> Maybe his, um, let me think, I don't know. I don't know what Prime it is. time event. I, I
0: think you're just digging yourself a hole at that yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> probably so.
1: Okay, women's weight throws. We had Erin Perkins, who we remember from last year. She is a senior now. Um, she placed fifth out of 41 athletes with a throw of 18.98 meters. Then we had Maddie Malone, who's a redshirt freshman. She threw 17.41 meters for an 11th place finish out of those 41 athletes. So, Pretty great standings for the women.
0: Here's what I'm looking at here, and I find interesting. You're not surprised when you see a senior finishing fifth out of 41 athletes. But what's surprising, Maddie Malone, 11th out of 41 as a freshman. Folks, you need to pay attention to Maddie. Because if she's only a freshman and competing this well... There's no telling, not just this season, but her coming seasons, how much better she's going to do. And it's great that she's got someone to chase like Aaron Perkins as a senior and learn from. Absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to some long jumps in the men. Mar- Is it Marl? Mer- Merrill? Meryl Parker. I told you I was going to mispronounce names this I don't year. Know.
1: I could be completely wrong.
0: Meryl Parker, a junior. Uh, jump 7.23 meters for a second place finish overall out of 18. And for the women, Sarah Little, which is ironic because that's yeah. one of your friends' names, but it's not her, at least not that we know of, has uh, got a jump of 4.97 meters for a 22nd place out of 28. So a big celebration there for Merrill Parker.
1: Absolutely. So moving on to the men's high jump, um, one of my favorite events, we have Dontavious Hill, who's a true freshman, He jumped six feet 8.75 inches for a sixth place out of 18 athletes finish. Then we had Jaron Brooks with a jump of six feet 4.75 inches with a 14th place finish. Um, Moving on to women's high jump, we had Skylar Daniel, who's a senior. She placed fifth overall out of 33 athletes with a jump of five feet eight and a half inches, followed by Caroline Lawrence, who's a sophomore. With a seventh place finish of five feet six and a half inches, and Natasha Jordan, who's a junior, with a 10th place finish of six and a half, five feet six and a half inches. So, Kyle, I had to do some research on this because Caroline and Natasha both jumped the same jump, five feet six and a half inches or 1.69 meters, and they placed two different places, mm-hmm. seventh place and 10th place. So, it's based on how often you, I think it's called scratch. Um, like you miss the bar. So okay. it only took Caroline one time to jump that. She well, never sense. missed it. It took Natasha, I believe, two jumps. She missed the first time and then ju- and then cleared it the second time. So that's why they have same jump, the same clearance, but different places.
0: Well, I think it's good that you clarified that because I think somebody would look at the stat sheet and was like, hmm, what's going on with eight and nine if they are got the same exact jump? But why exactly. are they separated by so much here? Here's the thing I point out about that. Look at how close all these ladies are together. Fifth, seventh, tenth out of 33 athletes in this event. Yep. This might be another one for people to watch this season to continue to do very well.
1: I agree. So in our last field event, before we move on to the track events, was men's pole vault. Um, no shock here, Chris Stone. We remember him from last year. He's one of our heptathletes. He's a senior now. Um, with the pole vault, he cleared 4.85 meters, which is 15 feet 11 inches To place seventh out of 16 athletes.
0: So, we're gonna be used to seeing him in a lot of events this year since he's such a diverse athlete. Um, So, a decent start for him this year. Absolutely. We'll move on to some track events, Jessica's favorite area, which she, since she is a runner, uh, we'll start with the 60 meter dash for the women. Sarah Little, our freshman, ran in a time of 7.74 seconds for a 23rd place in prelims only. In the men's 60-meter dash, we had Jar- Jason Reese, a freshman, with a 6.96-second finish for 13th place in the prelims. Merrill Parker with a 6.699 uh, finish for a 16th place in the prelims. And Joshua Burks. For a seven-second fi- um, time with the 19th place finish in the prelims.
1: Let me just clarify: Meryl Parker ran that in 6.99 seconds. Did
0: I say that backwards? You did. Okay. It's all right though.
1: Um, so the reason I put prelims out beside these are these individuals unfortunately did not qualify for finals. Okay. So if you remember from last year, only the top eight individuals qualify for finals. So.
0: Okay. Well, that's going to change some things at the end of it when we select some, you know, places to improve for me. Actually, and that's going to change the way I, I think about my picks here. Okay. Um, And then for you, we'll let you do the 500 meters.
1: Okay. So we had the women's 500 meter dash, which is such an interesting race. So at the UAB meet, they did a 300 meter and a 500 meter. Traditionally, the race is the 400 meter. So I'm a little confused by this, but somebody please explain to me why they did that. (laughs) So we had Danielle Springer for the women. She's a junior. She ran it in one minute, 21.2 seconds for a seventh place out of 11 people finish Maddie McLawhorn, she's a senior. She ran the race in 1 minute, 21.9 seconds for an 8th place finish. And Anna Guiero is another senior. She ran the race in 1 minute, 25.2 seconds for an 11th out of eleven place finish. Um, moving on to the men's 500 meter dash, we only had one athlete, Sherwayne Allen. He's a junior. He ran the race in 1 minute, 11 seconds, 11.1 seconds. For an 18th out of 18 people finish. Let
0: me preface this before I say this. This is the first meet of the season for indoor field. So, But when I say this and I look at this as a whole, I would say this is probably not one of our stronger areas based on the first results.
1: And based on that this isn't a real race. Let's be real. (laughs) If it's not in the pen Relays, I don't think it should be in anything else. This is a very weird race. So my guess is our athletes have no idea how to actually run this because it's longer than a 400. A 400, we know how to run. We know where to kick it. We know, you know, how you're going to run the curves. Here, you've got an extra curve that you don't have in the 400. You've got, it's just bizarre. I can't even imagine how these athletes are running this event because you can't go 100% the whole time because you will die at the 200 meter mark. And if you only go 50%, you're going to end up in last place. So I'm just saying, this isn't a real event. This ticks me off.
0: Well, UAB, you have upset Jessica, so you have at least uh, done well in getting attention for whatever this event is. Uh, but That's
1: true. Good, you know, any press is good press, right?
0: <laughs> I guess so. Um, how, however, I'll move on to another event before Jessica gets fired up even further. The 60-meter hurdles for the women. Uh, One competitor, Natasha Jordan, a junior with an 8.84 second finish. She did not Finish, that's what that means? Or... So she
1: made it to finals. Her 8.84 second was in the prelims. Okay. But unfortunately, she made it to finals. She was the eighth place qualifier, and she didn't finish in the finals.
0: Event. That's a, that's very unfortunate for her, yeah. but hey, it's the first meet and we can uh, improve from definitely approve for that.
1: And what a great thing that she actually made it to finals. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's more than any of the other like, athletes let's have done not so let, far.
0: Let's not let that get lost in translation, that she made it to finals. This wasn't yeah. like I, got, I didn't finish in the prelims right. type of thing. In the men's 60-meter hurdles, Craig Clark, a redshirt freshman, finished with 8.37 seconds for a 12th place finish out of 26 competitors. And then Chris Stone, a familiar name. The senior with an 8.81 second finish for a 26th place out of 26, so probably not his strongest area for Chris Stone, uh, but with a redshirt freshman finishing in the upper middle of the pack there in the 60 meter hurdles, it's a pretty good start for his career here.
1: I agree. So moving on to the women's 1000 meter run, um, this is an area that we're pretty strong in because of these are all of our cross country. Cross-country athletes. Gosh, Kyle,
0: I me- look. you
1: messed me up. You're the one that can't say cross-country, not me.
0: I'm <laughs> rubbing off on you. Oh,
1: okay, so we have Presley Weems, who's a junior. She actually finished first out of 25 athletes with a time of 2 minutes, 52.1 seconds, um, followed by Brenda Keegan, a there senior. She
0: is. Yes,
1: we all remember Brenda. Brenda is a senior, and she finished in 10th place with a time of 3 minutes, 1.8 seconds, and then followed by Frances Patrick, who finished 13th, with a time of three minutes, three point five seconds, so overall, very good standings for Auburn finishing first tenth and thirteenth in the thousand meter run.
0: May I point out as well that these are times for Brenda Kagan we're not used to. We're used to her dominating, and if I remember correctly, she did the reason she didn't compete in cross country these last two seasons was because of injuries and not and not being up to a hundred percent, so I think that's is still clearly affecting her. And I'm not, you know, downplaying a 10th place finish out of 25 competitors by any stretch of the imagination here. It's just not what we're used to with Brenda Kuyken.
1: Agreed. So then we've got the men's thousand meter run with Alex Tucker, who's a senior, and he placed 18th out of 22 athletes with a time of two minutes, 39.1 seconds.
0: We'll move on to the women's three uh, 300 meter dash. We have three competitors there. Cameron Hinton, a freshman, finished uh, 17th out of 43 competitors, a very large event, for a, a 39.84 second finish. Tyler Colbert, another freshman, 41.04 seconds, 25th out of 43. And Myra Mack, a sophomore, 41.09 for a 26th finish out of 43. The men for the 300 meter dash. And this is, I'm sorry, Tyson, Tyson How do we always say it? Uh, chison we're just gonna say chison a junior <laughs> finishes uh with 35.44 seconds at 18th place finish out of 37 competitors and caden um, i'm sorry i'm just gonna yeah. call you caden as well a freshman uh, finishes 37.39 seconds for a 27th finish out of 37 competitors so this is a very large event with 43 for the women 37 for the men.
1: Which again is so interesting because this isn't a real event. Is this new? Like, has this has 2019 brought on these new events? Like, are we going to start seeing the 150 meter dash, the 74 meter dash, you know, the 430 meter dash? Like, what's going on? You know, why are we doing these weird events?
0: I have no clue why it upsets Jessica so much, but I love it.
1: Because here's the thing so the main medley, uh, the main relay that we're about to talk about is the 4x400. You don't see the 4x500. You don't see the 4x300. It is the 4x400. So why are we not running a regular 400? I am just... Anyway, moving on. Men's 600 meter run. We have Ryan Lee, who again is a junior. He placed 17th out of 24 athletes with a time of 1 minute 25.4 seconds. Then we had Chris Stone, who placed 24th out of 24 athletes with a time of 1 minute 38.5 seconds. So this was interesting. They did a women's distance medley, um, but they didn't... We had a women's team compete. We didn't have a men's team for the men's distance medley. And unfortunately for all of the relays, I could not find out who competed in each of the relays. They didn't have it broken down on the stats website of which athletes from Auburn competed. So unfortunately, I don't have that information. I'm very sad about it. But for the women's distance medley, Auburn placed fourth out of five teams with a time of 12 minutes, 21.0 seconds.
0: And that's a fourth, you said a fourth place finish out of the five teams competitors. So... You know, maybe it's a new event that, again, people aren't understanding how to really compete in, how to run in properly. Well,
1: and shockingly, the distance medley is not new. The oh. distance medley is something that is at the pin relays. It's at a lot of these bigger meets. So
0: so you're not against it since it's I'm at not the against pen, that pen because relays. it's at the pin relays. <laughs>
1: if you have it at the pin relays, you can have it elsewhere. But if it's not, cut it.
0: Well, in very fitting fashion, I'm going to steal Jessica's favorite events here and talk them. There'll be plenty of other opportunities for you to talk about it. It's all
1: right. It's all right. The four
0: by 400 for the women, we have an eighth place finish out of 16 teams. Our time was three minutes, 56.9 seconds. So, pretty decent start for the men. In the 4x400, four they finished 7th out of 15 with a time of 3 minutes, 20.6 seconds. That is a pretty, I, I'm, I'm happy with those starts for the medley, uh, or excuse me, for the 4x400, four um, but definitely a lot of room for improvement too.
1: Absolutely. So speaking of room for improvement, Kyle. Okay. Why don't we talk about our the event that we were the most pleased with or that we feel that Auburn did very well in? And we continue that we think that they will do well in and an event that maybe has room for improvement for Auburn.
0: Well, we'll start with the good things first. Mine is going to be the men's long jump with Merrill Parker with his second place finish out of 18. I'm very uh, pleased with that and I'm very happy with that one. I'm hoping that he will um, be able to uh, continue and get better off of this and maybe get a first next time.
1: I agree. And my top pick for this meet is the women's 1000 meter run. Not only did Presley Weems come in first out of 25 athletes, but we also had Brenda and Francis do very well with 10th and 13th place finishes. I think this is an event that Auburn can continue to um, be very competitive in with all three athletes, and I think that we can see some really big wins throughout the season.
0: Could you be showing some favoritism to our cross-country athletes?
1: I could be, and to our women, but we'll see. Okay, so now let's talk about the unfortunate events, the things that we hope to improve upon throughout the season.
0: Well, I struggle here because I had one selected for myself, um, but as we talked about it,
1: are I, you gonna change too? Because I'm changing mine. I'm
0: changing mine. That's so funny. Because now that we've talked through it, the 60 meter um, hurdles was originally gonna be it, but then when I I noticed that they did not finish is in the finals. That's hard to, you know. Harp on too much. That was actually my pick. That was yours in this? Yeah.
1: That was my pick because I thought that's a good reason to improve is she did something really great. And if we can just get her to finish in the finals, she can be even better.
0: Well, here's mine. So if that's going to be yours, this well, not. is not. Well, this is that's the one you changed to. Mine is actually going to be not just one specific, but an a entire event for problem for the men and women. When I see that we didn't get out of prelims for the 60 meter dash.
1: That's a good one.
0: And again, two freshmen, two juniors spread across the men and women there. Um, there is definite room for improvement to get someone into the finals in the next event.
1: I like it. Um, so I'm going to change mine as well. I'm going to pick, because after you talked about it, it made me think, I'm going to pick the women's 4x400. And the reason I picked this, so their time was 3 minutes 56.9 seconds. So broken down between four athletes, that's almost a 60-second 400-meter run. So no nothing against these women because they are phenomenal athletes. But they're better than a 60-second 400-meter. I I guarantee it. And I would go as far to bet money that the reason that their time is not great is because their handoffs are not awesome yet. It's early in the season. Those handoffs, we talk about it every year, people. People. These handoffs make or break your season. And if you you have a bad handoff, you're going to add two seconds every single time you handoff, which adds up to six seconds extra. So if we can cut off six seconds, they're down to three minutes, 50 seconds, and I guarantee you they will be in the top five.
0: Please, ladies, get the handoffs down so she'll stop harping on it.
1: I'm just saying, I think this is an area for great improvement. They've done wonderful. I'm very proud of them. But I think we can improve, and I think we can cut that time at least by six seconds, by the next couple of meets.
0: For my sake, please, get it (laughs) done.
1: So, that's it. That's all we have to talk about today for the UAB Blazer Invitational. So, coming up next weekend, January 18th and 19th, Auburn travels to Vandy for the Vanderbilt Invitational, which obviously is in Nashville, Tennessee. So, if you were just dying to talk about track and field in the interim, in the week break that we have, please look for me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Jessica Loomis RN.
0: If she actually uses it.
1: I can I can log in now that it's track and field season and now that I actually have something to talk about. So, Kyle, they can find me at Jessica Loomis RN. Where can they find you to talk media of your track and field?
0: On Twitter, <laughs> at TigerEye24. I have no clue what I'm talking about, but I'm there if you want to discuss it with me. I
1: mean, it's all about being present, right?
0: Yes, and if you want to mispronounce names with me, that's, that's you know.
1: Well, that's me too. I apologize to all of these athletes. So, that's all we have for today for this edition of Tiger Tracks. So, check us out next week. And in the, in the meantime, War Eagle.
0: War Eagle.